0: hello everybody and welcome to episode 13 of yes Uh, no uh, oh boy i didn't check episode 13 or maybe 15 of we watch 100 isekai where we watch
1: spider riders that's right
0: (laughs) it's 15
1: it's 15 we are watching spider riders episode one (laughs) the inner world vermite it's like my grandpa used to say arachno white fa- power oh no <laughs> No! <laughs> okay well
2: <sighs>
0: we talked about watching this like or oh, since a long time ago since the end right episode but yeah we kind of hesitated back and forth because i have no idea what this is and i didn't know if it was any kind of isekai
1: yeah and I brought it up initially as a joke because uh in Endroid they you know, they make reference to the idea that the, you know the worlds of oh boy, I can never remember what it's called. I always want to call Endorado? it Eldorado I always there want was... to call it Endorado, but that's not what it is <laughs> it, it's so it's so obviously there was it just the world of Endroid? uh it might have been like Endrai or something. I'm just going to call it Endorado. <laughs> Endorado is fine, I think. But yeah, they say specifically it is within the Earth. And when that precise you know note was said, I immediately thought of Spider-Riders, which takes place in the inner world. And I do think that is a, like, that's an interesting point to tease apart. Is the inner world... Like, if we say, if we take it literally as this is just a place inside of the planet Earth, is that an isekai? Is that another world? Are we opening up the possibility of going to China also being an isekai? Well, you
0: know, if the isekai had the plot twist by like episode 10 that you didn't actually go to another world dimension, you were teleported to another planet, would that still be an isekai?
1: Hmm. See, I think being teleported to another planet would still count as an isekai.
0: Yeah, but I think, like, if we count being in a video game as one, like, this is pretty definitively stuck in another world with another sky and another planet underneath you and everything's different, like, yeah, for all intents and purposes, you might as well have gone to the spider dimension.
1: <laughs> I think that's a fair statement. Like, I, I think other worlds, you-, you can't take it too literally,
0: yeah, because, like, the mechanics of it are always going to change, but it's about, like, what narrative function does this
1: other world serve? Yeah, like, it does grind my gears when someone says that, you know, like, sort out Online is not an isekai because the people are just, sta- you know, standing around in a, you know, wearing VR goggles. That's not another world. When it definitely is in a narrative sense.
0: Yeah, right? Like, they're stuck there. They'll they ca- they're they're gonna die if they die there, like for all intents and purposes. Especially with how many other isekai literally just function like video games. Mm-hmm. It's it's basically the same. So isekai that I know that have more video game elements than SAO but aren't in a video game. Yeah. So I yeah, that's absolutely something that counts.
1: <sighs>
0: so <sighs> This was quite interesting to watch mm-hmm. It's uh It's definitely It definitely feels more like a cartoon Than anything we've seen so far Maybe it's just because I watched a dub for this and I watched it in awful Quality but it's also something <laughs> About the pacing that feels like Way more like We are making an episodic show This is the one episode All stop sh- uh, set up for An episodic show
1: Yeah Ah, so, for those of you who don't know, uh, Spider Riders, known in Japanese as Supaira Raidazu, Orakuruno no Yushatachi, or Spider Riders, <laughs> Heroes of Oracle. Uh-huh. Thank you. Thank it, you. It is a series of science fiction novels published in Canada in December of 2004. It is, like, the books are Canadian fiction. And then it was adapted into an anime series, but it was a, like... From what I understand, the anime came out not too long after the books. It was like this co-production. I I don't know a lot about the actual background elements of how this happened, but it does seem like it was a people in Japan and in Canada were both very into the idea of Spider-Riders. And so they also are like they kind of have the Boruto situation going on a bit where the books do diverge a lot from the uh, anime. They're both they both have like the same character names, they have the same general premises. But the the individual notes are a bit different, and it's also very notable if you like if you look up the covers of spider of the Spider Riders books. They are very like early two thousands how to draw anime. Yeah, like I can't. I I remember
0: you showed me the design difference between the anime and the manga. Uh, Oh yeah, fuck. (laughs) Sorry, (laughs) sorry, force of habit, right?
1: The traditional Canadian manga.
0: <laughs> Between the anime and uh, the novels. And the, the novel's designs are also a lot more over the top.
2: Yeah. They look
0: like uh, boot like Mega Man
1: characters. They do. Like, um uh, if I track down Hunter Steele the main character of the uh, series in the anime you know he like he looks he has a very anime look like he's got you know blue armor he's got big red pointy hair he's got goggles yeah. that are all supposed to look kind of like spider eyes
0: yeah like uh purely decorative goggles i presume i don't think you could wear those and see through them very well
1: there it's almost certainly just a headband that looks like goggles
0: yeah. After all, I'm sure he got that from his grandpa. We'll talk about his grandpa.
1: I'm sure. Oh yeah. Uh, for no one else. I'm uh, just for my host or for my uh, host's assistance. I don't know why I backtracked on that one. <laughs> I'm just going to send you an image of what Hunter Steele looks like in the original Canadian manga. Maybe after the uh, opening episode joke it's justified for
0: you to not want to associate with me closer.
1: but yeah so that that is hunter and his uh ally uh spider shadow (laughs) you might notice they look a little bit different from the anime (laughs) (laughs) just a bit different hunter hunter's hair especially just kind of like it it, it's even more spiky and somehow it 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 is shaped like a spider (laughs)
0: So, okay, 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 okay. It's like, it's mm-hmm. the body armor of a Goonimon from Digimon for Frontier. Uh-huh. With this, like, a hair, like, you know, like a Yu-Gi-Oh! Zexel villain. Mm-hmm. And, like, a face, like how Hirohiko Araki draws
1: children. Hunter looks like he's 30. <laughs> well, he looks like he's simultaneously 30 and 13.
0: <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, the spider is, like, it kind of, it, it looks like it's kind of got, like, a Naruto headband mask thing going on.
1: Yeah, like, the headband also looks like it's sort of, like, a breathing apparatus, but it's definitely around the eyes. Yeah, it's got, like, a sort of raveny thing. It's got nostrils.
0: Also, it's, it's it's got, like, spider fur all over.
1: Yeah, like, the anime spiders do not look furry. They definitely look like they're made of some sort of, like, a hard exoskeleton or maybe even armor. But this is definitely a furry spider wearing armor.
0: Yeah, I think we've adequately described what this guy looks like. Actually, Mm -hmm. if this makes any sense to anyone, hold on. The specific Yu-Gi-Oh card that this guy's (laughs) hair looked
2: like. Mm -hmm. He
0: looks like, um... Uh, Sp- Hope Spider-Shark, I think. Okay. The shape is about the same, even if the color isn't. It's, like, bright red. Hmm. I, I butchered that Yu-Gi-Oh card's name, but I think <laughs> people will know what I'm talking about. They'll definitely know. Our fans are cool.
1: Oh, by the way, I do need to retract my joking statements about the Spider-Riders manga, because there was a Spider-Riders manga that was, uh, like... Officially uh, on TV Tokyo's website. You can only read it on their websites.
0: <laughs> Was it based on the anime or novel designs?
1: Uh, hmm. Oh, definitely anime. I see. Yeah, because these designs are very simplified. And uh, there's one character in particular that I showed you before who. Like, her anime design is very spelt, very, like, warrior lady. And then in the the original novels, it was much more Mega Man villain slash Dr. Robotnik's, (laughs) like, thrown away body parts. Yeah. The manga goes more for the very, like, thin-looking design.
0: Yeah, yeah, I suppose it's a little simpler to draw repeatedly. You know, you're not wrong about the (laughs) how-to-draw-anime book designs. That's mm-hmm. definitely a vibe that's there. Of all the spider, looks less like that than uh, Hunter
1: does. Yeah, like I would say, Shadow in the an- uh, Shadow in the anime itself, the spider, I mean, <laughs> looks much more anime. Whereas, like the book, the book version looks much more like just some sort of like fantasy monster or something.
0: Yeah. See, it's good that you gave me a name because I would have just called him Exposition Spider the
1: entire episode if you hadn't. <laughs> To be fair, it is strange that his name is Shadow, and yet he is blue with big gold highlights. (laughs) There's nothing really shadowy about him.
0: Yeah, no, there's absolutely nothing that feels shadowy about him in the anime. Shadow Spite is not exactly what I would have guessed. Like, maybe something like Arachnumus Prime. Mm. (laughs) I can see that. I was also really put off... I was also really put off by his voice at first, because uh-huh. I know I had heard it somewhere before, and uh, now I remember that he was one of the D-tier villains in Overlord, the video game, not the, <laughs> not the anime, the uh-huh. video game. <laughs> like, one of the guys you fight, one of the bosses is voiced by him. Okay, And his voice acting has—it's—it's it's better here, I think, but it's definitely the same guy, and it's, it was extremely off-putting the entire episode because it's not the type of voice you expect out of a giant spider, in any case.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: But uh, right. Do you have any production details for us on this? Uh, aside from the ones that we've already listed, when
1: did this come out? Uh, it came out in let's see. <laughs> Uh, in both Japan and America, or Japan, America, Canada, it came out in 2006. Like it yeah. Wa- it wasn't a simul dub as much as it was a, like, I don't know how to put it. Because I do remember uh, around this time, uh, Death Note made a big deal about the fact that it was one of the first anime to get a dub that was coming out as the sub was, you know, still coming out in Japan. But it seems like Spider Riders may have beaten them. Like, a lot of this seems like it's, you know, just overlapping, which makes sense, because it was made simultaneously for the West and for the East.
0: Yeah, if it's made to be in both countries, then they probably just synced up production so they could release it at vaguely at the same time.
1: Yeah, it was uh, animated by Cookie Jar Group and a B-Train. B-Train being the Japanese side, and Cookie Jar Group being the Canadian side. Uh, Cookie Jar Group has done such things as... Um, <laughs> Arthur, Caillou, um, Gerald McBoing Boing, the later seasons of Johnny Test that everyone hates.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, Spider Riders, of course. You say that as if people don't hate the early seasons of Johnny Test. Well, let me specify Cookie Jar Group did seasons two to six of Johnny Test. So they really just didn't do I season see. one. Uh, Zaboomafu. Yeah. Well, uh, man. Zabumafu was big here. I don't know if anyone outside of Canada has seen Zabumafu.
0: Well, I mean, we had a lot of French and Canadian production cartoons over here, too. Mm -hmm. I remember liking Dragon Hunters a lot as a kid.
1: Ah, Dragon Hunters was good.
0: Dragon Hunters was pretty badass. Yeah, Yeah. I wish I was watching Dragon Hunters (laughs) right now.
1: But yeah, so Cookie Jar Group did all of that. Whereas B Train was known. Uh, I mean, if you are a fan of this podcast, you would know B Train mostly from everything Dot Hack. They did Dot Hack Sign along with like basically every Dot Hack spinoff. They also did the first season oh, of MetaBots. Man,
0: that's quite the accomplishment.
1: Yeah, yeah, first season MetaBots uh, as
0: well. Yeah, I can totally see that they did that because uh, mm-hmm. it's. I mean, like I, I look at this animation, I'm like. Yet yeah, it feels like the studio that did Hack, you know. Yeah. The art design's not as interesting, but the the a lot of the you, you know, it's it's got similarities that are hard to put into words, which is my job <laughs> here to put them into words. So yeah. I am a failure. I'm very sorry to all our
1: listeners. Did you know that B-Train has a strong following in the Yuri fandom for being involved in series portraying strong female leads with speculatively ambiguous relationships?
0: Yeah, does it now? (laughs) And what are you reading that off from, if I may ask?
1: Wikipedia. Uh,
0: Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Okay.
1: Well, I think it's about time we get into this recap, shall we? Shall we? So, as you may have heard, we watched the dub for the authentic experience. The only subbed version I could find like on torrent sites had a timecode glitch, which is also why I was like, well, we gotta do the dub. I then later realized, oh, someone, the person who did the subs also put them on YouTube. <laughs> so I ripped that for episode one. <sighs> We start with a narrator who says that, of course, there exists within the planet Earth another world where elite warriors ride huge spiders and fight against evil. When the wicked rise, the word goes out, calling all spider riders. (laughs) (sighs) I remember unironically finding that so cool as a kid. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like I may have seen an episode or two
0: of this as a child in, like, a foreign TV station. (laughs) <laughs> that i didn't understand but it might have been something else it was something <laughs> that had a vibe like this you know like oh, yeah. a japanese uh, something co-production vibe but i think it was about people riding dinosaurs not spiders mm. but like dinosaurs with this aesthetic of the spiders in this you know not right. like normal dinosaurs <sighs> like they were wearing like crazy pseudo anime armor and with Anime Dinosaurs. Huh.
1: I feel like I also remember that. Was it Dinosaur King?
0: Was it? I've never tried to look for it actively. Mm. I remember the episode that had, like, the main guy got, like, caught in a web thing, or, like, uh, like rope <laughs> got thing, and then, like, there was a guy on a gold thing, and everyone was really impressed. Hmm. I watched this when
1: I was, like, six, though, Mike. Give me a break.
2: <laughs>
1: oh no i don't think i was thinking of dinosaur king we just send you just real yeah, yeah. quick screenshots of what dinosaur king looked like
0: oh man i hope you i hope mm-hmm. you, all our listeners are uh, having a good time looking at this uh, i yeah. can see why you think that from the aesthetic of the characters but that's
1: Pretty disturbing looking in its own right. The Dinosaur's Dinosaur King also like could grow CG armor on top of their CG bodies.
0: That <laughs> might have been it though. I can kinda see that. Although I think the main character's color scheme was like Mega Man ZX
1: color scheme. Hmm. Well, if anyone's a big old dinosaur anime stan who knows the series that Zoku's thinking of, please send us a comment or send us a voicemail. You can always do that. Please. <laughs> please. Please. We love so, voicemails. Please. We love comments. We love interaction. <laughs> please give us
0: human interaction. You can, lo- you can call us a bitch and spit on us and we'll still feature that po- comment on the podcast. <laughs>
1: uh speaking of being called bitches and being spit on i would say the one thing that uh spider Riders is most known for in canada as of like you know modern day is a lot of people who thought that uh drake a big r&b singer that no one likes uh sang this op <laughs> it wasn't really
0: it just doesn't sound like drake it doesn't
1: sound like drake at all But for some reason, for like years, there was a big long-standing rumor that Drake sang this OP. This does not sound like him in the slightest.
0: Neither in musical styling nor in voice does it sound remotely like Drake. This
1: sounds Mm -hmm. like the people who did the digi-rap. This is a guy named Clip from the hip-hop group Brass Monk. So, not someone super notable. I, I haven't heard anything else that Brass Monk has really done. They seem to be very indie definitely you know, i mean the, the kind of group where you could reach out to them and say hey d- do you mind doing a couple of verses for this children's cartoon and they'd go like yeah sure we're not doing anything else <laughs>
0: it's like yeah this is going to be more popular than any ep we ever release
1: this dub also does the insane classic move of not using like i can understand why you wouldn't use the japanese song or even the japanese beats you'd have to license that but it doesn't use the OP, which is wild, because the OP is, like, there's nothing objectionable about it. It is just a lot of, like, shots of, you know, the characters transforming, including some that you don't see in the English OP. <laughs> Plus, like, you know, some shots of, them like, you know, getting an, uh, you know an order from Oracle, some of them, you know, like, jumping around with the spiders. Like, it's just a general good children's OP, whereas the English version is clips from the OP and then just a bunch of random clips from the show. <laughs> And I don't know yeah. why. <laughs> For some reason, like, old ja- like old English, like, dubs used to do this a lot, where they would just be like, well, we don't want to use an opening from the Japanese version. We're just going to make our own, and it's going to be much worse.
0: Yeah, and then occasionally Japanese people will be like, we don't want to use the English opening and make a much better opening. <laughs>
1: Yeah, this this doesn't cut both ways. Most of the time when the Japanese side wants to do their own opening, it is usually better, and it also usually, like, you know, isn't just a bunch of cut-together footage from random episodes. No, they hire that shit out to like trigger or something. Yeah. Like there's an artistic why reason that? for
0: doing it. <laughs> this is so unfair. <laughs> why uh, do why do English or American and Canadian
1: Just executives that make these decisions have such bad taste in openings. I don't know. I mean, they're good OPs for English cartoons. It's just, they never want to make a better OP.
0: Yeah, right? They're like, no, 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 the kids don't like good animation. (laughs)
1: Kids don't like it when the OP is coherent and tells a general story about the characters that they're supposed to like. They want just a bunch of shots of Hunter flailing around, doing nothing, interspersed with other shots from the OP that we don't want to use. This needs more action, Thermite. Hmm. Uh, I hate the exacts. The exact suck. Yeah. Anyways... <laughs> Speaking of sucking, we cut to mysterious uh, Central American ruins, I guess, where this uh, small Japanese child, Hunter Steele, is just sort of like wandering around unattended. Now, where are you getting Japanese from? You're right. You know, I kind of assumed because this was anime, he had to be Japanese. But this is a co-production. This might be the one time where Hunter (laughs) Steele, classic Japanese name, Hunter (laughs) Steele. I mean, Hunter Uh, Steele has the vibe of what I imagine it's like to listen to a lot of Japanese names where, you know, they are extremely direct but for an English speaker it is just a like, oh, it's cool that this has some meaning but I'm not literally hearing the words Hunter Steele. So it seems like it's subtle.
0: Right. Except also this was written by a Canadian guy. (laughs) You know, you're right. (laughs) 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 Also, Uh is Hunter Steele, like, in any way thematically relevant to anything that'll ever happen
1: in this show? From what I remember about Spider-Riders, and don't worry, if you guys want to watch Spider-Riders, I'm not going to spoil anything because I barely remember the series. I don't think he is a hunter nor is Steele, like, a part of his deal at all.
0: That's kind of what I
1: figured. (laughs) Like, if he was more specific, it would be, like, you know, Protector Spider or something.
0: Protector. I'm surprised there's nothing about spiders in his name. Although, frankly, mm-hmm. there's already something about spiders in his outfit and every other word that the show makes up. So I guess that's fine. <laughs> arachno Power, by the way.
1: <laughs> arachno Power.
0: It's like my grandpa used to say Arachno, arachno power. power. Imagine <sighs> if. Imagine mm-hmm. if you had an English dub of Kamen Rider Kabuto, and he shows up <laughs> like, "What's w- walking the path of heaven? The man who rules over all." It's as my grand ma- grandma used to say, "Beetle power."
1: <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> so this is a small child of ambiguous. Uh, I mean, to be fair, he might just be Central American. He doesn't look it, but. Yes, but... Th- the ultimate like the least problematic way to take this would be he is the central american child who's just hanging out in these ruins unattended yeah you know just learning about his heritage well, yeah <laughs> so
0: that would certainly be a very charitable inter- interpretation mm-hmm. of what's happening here
1: I prefer that he's not just disturbing these ruins and screwing around and, you know, destroying valuable cultural artifacts because his grandpa also did the same thing. He was like, well, everyone made fun of my grandpa and acted like he didn't know what he was doing. So I'm going to prove him right by also running around this ruin unattended.
0: Well, he is a child which Mm -hmm. raises the further question. How the fuck did this like... Mm -hmm. Somewhere between ten and sixteen year old, I assume, get in the middle of the middle of the like uh, South American jungle.
1: Yeah, like, he's not dodging guards or anything. He also makes no reference to having parents or anything. He has his grandpa. That's all we know. We know his grandpa came to these ruins. He disappeared. Everyone thought he was crazy, and so Hunter came <laughs> to the ruins to also, like, presumably he was like, well, obviously what happened is my grandpa went to another world, and so I'm going to jump into this pyramid and find a way to go to the other world as well.
0: He doesn't have a backpack or anything. What did <laughs> he eat? How did he survive?
1: He just walked to this unattended pyramid and decided to jump into it.
0: Yes, you do. Was (sighs) this more expanded
1: upon in the novels, do you think? Probably. It seems like the novels are, like, they're more expanded with, like, the general thoroughline of the series, but they're less expanded when it comes to, like, the character stuff. Because this is also a 52-episode anime, yeah? So from my understanding like Christ. there's a lot more like building the cast and like you know just doing shenanigans and slice of life stuff with the casts. Whereas the book was mostly <laughs> just like all plot because there's only three books. Like they had to just go I for see. it. If you've read the Spider Riders books right into our show. <laughs> I am curious. I I can't find them online. And I I wouldn't I wouldn't be against reading the original source material for this anime. <laughs> Can you find him on like eBay
2: or something?
1: Uh, you know, probably. I didn't check eBay. I, I wouldn't be surprised if this is, does not have an ebook version, though. I think this was pre ebooks. <laughs> so,
0: looks like it.
1: So, he's sitting in this ruin and just, you know, he doesn't really have a plan, but he says, don't worry, everything will be all right. And then a door mysteriously opens. He's like, oh. He's here to find, here to find the underworld, by the way. Yeah. Uh, uh, he throws around some stuff, including some, like, relatively modern-looking shoes. Like, not, like, you know, not like Nikes, but they're definitely f- from, I assume, like, some other explorers who died in here.
0: Ah, uh, I mean, I suppose there's a lot of random garbage that's lying here, which all looks like important artifacts, kind of, but it's also just mm-hmm. scattered everywhere, like this was some kind of Mesopotamian hoarder's house. Yeah...
1: Uh, he gets spooked by a like a normal sized spider a spider that might exist in our world he <laughs> he knocks over some of these priceless artifacts, smashing a bunch into the ground, and a mysterious spider shaped manacle attaches itself to his wrist
0: in a very unsatisfyingly inward position like mm-hmm. maybe I'm just too used to like toku transformation devices, but it pointing inwards on his wrist bothers me so much.
1: Yeah, like, this is not a device that is designed to signal to other people. It is meant for him, which makes more sense from a practical standpoint, but it feels weird from a selling toys perspective.
0: Yeah, it looks like, it's weird, right? Like, Mm -hmm. the the thing is supposed to be on the outside of your wrist. That's where the cool part,
1: that's the cool (laughs) part of the wrist. It's like, for instance, if, some, if a transforming hero had a transformation where a bunch of words appeared, but we, the audience, couldn't read them because they're all meant for him to look at, I would be so confused, even though it is significantly less logical for a big transformation to also include a bunch of words for the enemies, I guess, to be looking at.
0: Imagine if a Kamen Rider wore his belt,
1: but like the big transforming part was at the back. Uh, imagine a rider belt where all the controls are like placed on the chest, and you can just you know access them very easily. But at the same time, it doesn't look cool at all.
0: Yeah, right. Like a rider right belt that's like pointed like at least forty-five degrees upward, so you can look at it easier from above.
1: Yeah, but that's lame. It's so cursed. I hate it. I hate the idea. Yeah. Fuck you, spider riders. <laughs> Anyways... I'll get you next time. The manacle lights up, a storm brews outside, lightning crashes through the air, and a big ol' pink portal, I guess? It's less like a portal and more like just some sort of liquid that is glowing. Uh sucks Hunter inside of it.
0: Yeah, it's kind of like a mix of what happened in,
1: uh, Hazard and Dunbine. Yeah. I can see that. And this is definitely like the Dunbine-y uh, rainbow pathway that he, ends Im- he f- ends, uh, finds himself in. Yeah. Have I assume this is going to be a lot less political than Dunbine. Hopefully. <laughs> in an overt sense, I mean. Mm-hmm. A mysterious lady with sort of a... How do I describe this hairdo? A <laughs> uh, mushroom cloud-like... Sort of like a mushroom cloud. Sort of like, it's like she's a leek. <laughs> like, the it, it's green hair that just goes straight upwards.
0: It goes upwards and then, like, expands. Mm-hmm. Uh, like a parabola
1: shape. <laughs> Her eyes are closed. She's smiling. She's vibing. She holds out a hand to Hunter. He reaches out for it. And we cut to... It's like, oh, pretty lady. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We cut to a fortune teller, uh, with a extremely small princess and her, uh, seeing glass cracks. And she exposits that the crystal spoke of an Earthian visitor.
0: Ah. And then, uh, the... Oh yeah, no, no, no. Who is she talking to?
1: Please. (laughs) Uh, hmm. Oh boy. Her name is Princess Sparkle, right? I'm pretty sure it was Princess Sparkle. Yeah, it's Princess Sparkle. (laughs) Surprisingly for any series, the princess is actually like a small child as opposed to an 18-year-old. Well, you know,
0: kind (laughs) of depends. It
1: depends. Uh.
0: But uh, she honestly, I think, has either the best or the worst voice acting in this episode, and they can't tell. Like, Princess Sparkle, I mean. Mm-hmm. Like, either it's a really good performance, or it's just accidentally very fitting.
1: <laughs> it is, like, it gets across the child vibe, which I, I would want to have from this character.
0: Yeah, but also very much the, like, ah, War. What is it good for? Vibe.
1: <laughs> uh, she says that it's because the insectors are here. And we cut. They say
2: insectors?
1: Uh-huh. Yeah. That's what they are? I believe I they're insectors. my God
0: they say infectors.
1: Wait. Uh, wait. Uh, well, let me check real quick. Were they saying in. Oh, no, it's, it's infected.
2: They're
1: infected. They're infected. With a V, yeah, with a V. Okay, I was so
0: curious how that is spelled ever since I watched the episode. Yeah, because it it is it
1: does seem to be a pun on infected and insects. But why? Huh? I was checking. I was checking the Japanese name, and yeah, in the uh, like in the English novels, it is infecteds. In the Japanese, I guess they changed it to insector because I guess they can't pronounce Invected? It seems. Yeah, that,
0: to, yeah, no, there's no that letter doesn't you can't that would be very hard to do in Japanese.
1: Yeah, it, it works; it gets across the same you know insecty vibe. So fair, fair. Uh, we we cut to the insectors or or sorry, infected the infected base, which looks like a giant ass uh, scorpion. I mean, I guess it might be a giant ass scorpion.
0: Now you say giant ass scorpion? It looks like someone
1: partially melted a giant-ass scorpion, and it sort of exploded. Yeah. Like, it's just organic enough to make me think it probably was a giant-ass scorpion that they actually killed at some points. Because if this thing was carved, it's also, it's so intricate.
0: <laughs> it's got a lot of bits sticking out.
1: Like... If this is just a place that is designed to look like a scorpion, then they put a hell of a lot of work into this.
0: (laughs) This is definitely a very elaborate art project.
1: Also, I guess it does raise the question of what would a scorpion be? Because scorpions are arachnids, but the series does seem to be making the delineation between insects and arachnids because you got the spiders and the spider riders.
0: Yeah, well, you know, maybe this is a sign of oncoming betrayal.
2: Hmm,
1: perhaps.
0: Ah, well, we cut back to our main character laying, KO, and waking up in an empty field, as we so often do.
2: Mm Hmm.
1: I mean, it's it's just... a forest, but... Yeah, waking up in a forest or a field is just, it's a classic one at this point. It is really interesting to see how... Like this is based on a Western book, but it's done through, you know, the Japanese lens, and it is still so extremely Isekai in both respects.
0: Yeah. Yeah, the vibe is a strong mix of both. Although hmm. honestly, I am I am definitely getting more like It's interesting how clear you can tell still that this has the vibes of a cartoon, even if the voice
1: acting was different. Yeah. Like, I'm so curious about how the production of this was done. Like, did, you know, did the cartoon studio have to contact B Train and say, no, this part's too anime? Or, like, you know, you should focus more on this other thing because this is more, you know, the vibe we're going for. This is what kids like over here.
0: If there's one thing that's definitely super anime about it, it's all the background art. Yeah. Like, everything that's not character art is very uh, clearly the same studio that did. Uh, That hack sign.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: It looks really nice.
0: Yes, it's very rainbow colored and I like it. Although it's kind of also like, what color is this supposed to be? I don't know. (laughs) The sky is green and everything else is all the other colors.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, I have to give them props for having a, like, disgusting Shrek green sky and yet still having the world be very vibrant and very, like, it doesn't feel polluted or bad or anything. It just feels extremely different.
0: Yeah. There's a lot of green in general overall. It's a very green show.
1: Mm -hmm. Uh, Mm-hmm. We cut to a, like... Like, this is our... Here's what an actual spider rider is supposed to look like. As we cut to a girl named Corona, who has... (laughs) (laughs) No, no, let's just move on. uh, She's wearing body armor. She's got uh, big old, you know, like, ball earrings. She has two little wings on the back for design that... Every time I think about spider riders, for some reason I think of her design way more than Hunter's. Hunter's design is very like like when he gets the armor; it's it's pretty generic. It, whereas yeah. Corona's has a lot going on, and it's not like it's not like she has any special powers or anything. Like those wings mean nothing; she just likes them. You know what? I, I can She's vibe with that. Also
0: notable for having the worst voice acting out of
1: all these people. Oh yeah, I want to believe it gets better, but I don't know if it will.
0: What? You're a spider rider. Wait, huh?
2: <laughs> oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> the, 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 I think it might also just be bad voice direction, to be mm. fair. Because it's very much just kind of going at no pace whatsoever. Just kind of reading yeah. the lines one by one at a perfectly equal spacing. <laughs>
1: Uh, it's something I've noticed a lot with old dubs, like with the dubs where people say, you know, this is, this is a bad dub. This just sucks. For some reason, it feels like a lot of the girls don't get direction. Whereas the guys got more direction in old dubs. Like a lot of guys tend to have more of a, like, I can, you know, they clearly understand what is happening here. Whereas with a lot of female characters, and I, I I mean, this might just be me talking out of my butts, but I I hear that spaced outs directing way more often with female characters
0: i think that might also be the fact that i believe don't quote me on that i'm talking maximum out of my ass here Mm -hmm. that in the olden times there used to be a lot more like uh you know like japanese like you know like contact going like no no no, make it sound like this but by people who don't speak english themselves right which of course uh can lead to problems when they're just like you know uh, wanting to get the right vibe but Not quite Mm -hmm. understanding the nuances of what this language is supposed to sound like.
2: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, moving on. Yeah, Hunter's, like, you know, exploring the trees. He's walking around trying to, you know, figure out where he is. Corona's, like, very stealthily trying to approach him. And then, up in the trees, there's a random infected that that has a sickle and is going to cut his head off.
0: (laughs) He sort of looks like the Green Goblin
1: yeah it is the most this is a mook design (laughs) well this is a mook design combined with this is a toy design the like the legs especially have that like diaper look like the crotch and the legs it has that very like ball joints (laughs) this crotch is gonna look like a diaper because we gotta fit two big joints in here look
0: Uh, that's the that's the other difference. If they these mm-hmm. guys would look way more gnarly if this was a purely Japanese production, because the Japanese refused to sell toys of villains in this era.
1: Uh, whereas if this was purely American, I don't think this character would be able to move. <laughs> like I think it would be all super blocky, a lot closer to the book. But the book designs are not designs that are meant to move. <laughs> no, this would be a lot. Yeah, this would be even easier to mold. <laughs> mm-hmm also i said sickle but this isn't like a classic sickle design it is more just like the blade of the sickle and then you know one end of it is a little blunted so the character can hold it like it's just sort of like uh like a horseshoe shape i guess yeah so
0: it's kind of just a sharp (laughs) horseshoe
1: The Infected tries to throw it, but then he gets hit with a a bolt from Corona's bow, which does not, like, it's not an actual bow and arrow situation, because that'd be too violent. Instead, it's just sort of like a bolt of energy that sparkles on the character.
2: <laughs>
1: now that is yeah. definitely a, this is a cartoon, we can't show an actual arrow or an energy arrow.
0: Yeah, no, it just kind of sparkles into its chest, and he just kind of, what, just, goes KO, poofs away? I'm not even
1: sure. I don't think we see a body. I, 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 like, in the sense of, I don't think we see it being defeated. I also don't think we see it at all after the poof. It's just sort of there in the air, and then we don't talk about it. (laughs) You can't just sweep bodies under the rug like that. (laughs) Ah, So uh hunters freaked out he runs away corona like sees his wrist and goes oh okay that's a manacle so he's a spider rider and we get a look at hers which definitely has something on the front and the back
0: yeah hers looks a lot more like normal
1: yeah like hers looks like something a rider would would have
0: yeah you know not that anyone's about to be doing any cool pension poses anytime soon
1: ah sadly not
0: because, according to this, the coolest tension pose is just kind of standing there with your arms loosely by your side. Which <laughs> can be cool, but not when, like, another uh, like, nine-year-old child
1: is doing it. Yeah. You need more of a vibe in order to pull that off.
0: Yeah, right. You need some sort of uh, aura. Or
2: mm-hmm.
0: k- charisma, as,
1: uh, as anime would put it. So, Hunter's running away. And as he's running away, he realizes, oh, wait, she was human. I probably should have asked where I was.
0: Yeah, because to be fair, it seems like he thought she was shooting at him too.
1: Which I mean, fair. It was a combat situation, and I don't. He like he barely saw the infected, so it would have been a a big bolt flew at me. I guess I'm just gonna leave. I don't know what's going yeah. on.
0: And then he gets exalted by the amazing exposition slider.
1: Yeah, his manacle glows for a second, and then shadow shows up. <laughs> uh. Now, in case you were confused by our long talk before we started the episode where we were just uh, talking about spider shapes, (laughs) allow me to give you a description of what Shadow looks like. Gundam spider. Gundam spider. Imagine a spider, but it's the size of like an SUV. Wider, though. (laughs) It's got the Gundam colors. It's like the underside's all white. Uh, The up top is mostly blue. And then there's a bunch of like gold highlights all over
2: him.
0: And at the top end where you'd expect mandibles or something, it's ma- mainly a very plain sort of like... It kind of looks just like a mecha head. Yeah. It's got a green It kind of looks like it's got a little face. Like a little... <laughs> it's kind of slightly too human face. Yeah. But not not human enough to be cool in a sort of fucked up weird
1: sense. Yeah. Because it- that would be pretty gnarly. Yeah, Shadow definitely has a, like, it's a very toyetic design, but at the same time, I do know that, like, I remember him powering up, and I know, like, (laughs) he has physical upgrades, and I don't remember ever figuring out, like, how that would work in a toy.
0: Well, also, like, he says that he armored up in this episode. I was trying really hard to focus if there are any design differences, because he said (laughs) he armored up, but, like, he looks the exact same, which makes me think that in the in the novel he was supposed to have like slightly different designs like you know he was yeah. supposed to be the naked spider and then have the armor but in this mm. he just went nah <laughs> like it's mm. not even slightly different they just said nah mm-hmm.
1: whereas like uh i'll share a link of you know his slightly different armored form later on I know uh, the one that stands out the most to me, which is not this one, but I can't find an image of it on the internet. Is the one where he gets like a human-like arms.
0: Oh boy! Yeah, that's a pretty neat armored form. Yeah, you know, like that's pretty cool. It looks slightly better than his normal form, I think.
1: Like his first two arms eventually just kind of become human fists at one point. Uh. You know, with which to punch like a spider. <laughs> Spiders will occasionally punch flies out of spite. <laughs> <sighs> but, I mean, as you said, <laughs> he is definitely uh, in exposition spider mode.
2: <laughs>
0: God damn it. I'm going to tell you what's happening now.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: He has such a weird voice for a giant spider. Although, frankly, this voice would also be weird coming out of a normal human.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I, I mean, can't tell what he's going for. And to be fair, I have to give him props for not immediately killing Hunter, especially when he just, like, rolls a boulder at him at one point.
0: Yeah, you know. Although that did very little. Oh, yeah, that's Hunter rolling the boulder at him, by the way, not the spider.
1: Yeah. <laughs> the spider's just kind of, like, approaching him menacingly.
0: Yeah. Like, I wasn't even sure whether he was attacking or just trying to be, like, I'm your.
1: Digimon partner. Hmm. But yeah, the manacle glows. I guess also actually, of uh, like after the big manacle glow, they like uh, that's when the exposition really starts. So I guess that was Shadow going like, okay, now now we are partners. Now I am in fact your Digimon.
0: No, no, no! You forgot the most important part of what happens before the exposition starts. Oh. It's like my what would my grandpa say in this situation? All <laughs> right. How could you forget about that? I forgot about the arachno power. You can't just forget. Like he's being cornered by this giant spider, about to die <laughs> on this cliff, and he's like, "What would my grandpa say?" That's right, arachno power. <laughs> He says that with such bold confidence, like he's expecting something to happen. Which really <sighs> betrays the toyeticness of this all. oh yeah. Like, what was this fucking grandpa like?
1: <laughs> you know, you'd think that he'd be more chill around spiders, unless I guess Hunter doesn't know what arachnopower
2: means. <laughs> <laughs>
0: He may, maybe he just thinks that means just like something like cowabunga. Like he just <laughs> thinks
1: those are gibberish words. Maybe. Because yeah, like he has no affinity towards spiders at any point. I mean, no. you know, until he becomes a spider rider, which fair.
0: Yeah, where uh, he also has a hairstyle that's styled to look like a
1: spider kind of, but you know It's coincidentally. M- it's much less obvious than in the uh, novels. <laughs> Where it is 100%, this is just a spider on his head. (laughs) Yeah. Like, it's even got the mandibles and whatnot. It is wild. Somehow the anime toned down the anime-ness of that hair.
0: But also it gave him the goggles, which give him the spider eyes on his head? Yeah. You know, it went kind of a step forward and two steps back. I mean, fair. (sighs) So... Yeah, he with bold confidence shouts Arachno power at the spider.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> which we're not going to go into any further right now. But it makes his manacle glow. hmm And then Oracle says it has begun. Like, you know, we see a big shot of the lady. Yeah. And a big beam of light shoots into the sky. But, like,
2: mm-hmm. nothing
0: else happened? Like... The spider isn't much friendlier towards him.
2: He yeah. briefly
0: stops attacking him, but he isn't like I'm your friend now. He's like, what? You're a spider rider? No, not even that, not even that. He's just starts talking yeah. to him.
1: Yeah. Also, we did skip over um, when we cut to the um uh, you know, the Scorpion base. The villains did have a brief, brief bit of exposition where they were saying that Oracle, you know, summoned a hero to this world. Classic isekai Classic. I think that's important just to point out that, you know, it's not that Hunter stumbled his way here. Like, he was put here by Oracle.
0: Yeah, assumingly Oracle also uh, magic to the manacle onto him somehow.
1: yeah like if you don't think like if you don't know that then this seems like just a wild comedy of errors where he was trying to desecrate some of uh, like native people's stuff and then smashed a bunch of it and then accidentally got a manacle stuck on his arm and then yelled arachno power <laughs> <laughs> for some reason yelling
0: arachno power feels like the most disrespectful part of that
1: uh <sighs> so <laughs> uh, shadow continues to menace him a little bit while also expositing <laughs> mm-hmm. and then <laughs> where did you get that manacle mm-hmm. uh, hunter is distracted by something the camera pans up and we see uh <laughs> about like 11 uh invectives all just doing poses
0: <laughs> and then the quest
1: <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: and the, the general is like i'm going to beat you and <laughs> shadow asks you and what army? To the... <laughs> <laughs> the entire squad of people standing there.
1: One of the rare times when it can be answered with, he does have an army.
2: Just... <laughs> They're all just
1: posing and dabbing. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Indeed. Anyway, a fight scene happens.
1: Ah, oh, yeah. Ah. Uh... So Shadow just starts, you know, hopping around. Hunter's just kind of like hanging onto the body. It's 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 fun.
0: It's uh it's something.
1: It's something, alright.
0: It's so aggressively unedgy and non-violent. No
1: one <laughs> oh, yeah. even
0: get punched.
1: We don't even get any spider punches.
0: <laughs> like, it's so edgeless. Oh, yeah. It's painful to watch. It's not even like PG, like, there's not even like
1: <laughs> rated for all families violence. It's I'm not very sure how. clearly for like tiny children i'm not sure how this happens because shadow does run away from the area where you know all the infected were standing like they're away from anywhere where they could drop down but then the infected just kind of drop down anyways from the sky <laughs> and then shadow just kind of like shoots a web at them and they all go flying backwards in the sky
0: <laughs> i don't know yeah, this is uh kind of unexciting this is like, we watched Dodd Hack Sign of all mm-hmm. things, and this is still somehow the least exciting fight scene we've seen.
2: <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> this does
1: have the B Train energy.
0: <laughs> yeah, B Train is not one for the bigger, uh, big action scenes, which also makes sense considering, mm-hmm. like, you can look up what kind of studio B Train is. In short, B Train is supposed to be a place where animators get to not have to do that. Yeah. V-Train is, in itself, a studio that was meant with the intention of being a nice place to work where you don't get work to death.
1: Yeah, like, we, I've been dunking on them a little bit, but I do appreciate the ethos. And I am sad that, so, yeah, like, they haven't done anything since 2012. Let
0: me just say that this fight scene doesn't suck because it's not, like, expensively animated. This fight mm-hmm. scene sucks because it is very conceptually uncool
1: yeah i mean it doesn't help that like again this is half animated by b train half animated by cookie jar group and cookie jar group does a lot of shows where there aren't fight scenes at all or the fight scenes mm-hmm. are like you know johnny test desk where it is more like you know running around and using like devices and stuff as opposed to like punchies and kickies
0: yeah which can be
1: cool sometimes but uh this ain't
0: it okay that's enough dunking let's
1: move on yeah so the general summons his giant, uh, that's all. yeah, that is just a spider, right? It's a, is that a spider? Uh, I'm trying to count the legs. Uh,
0: no, I'm pretty sure
1: it was supposed to be like a, uh, didn't he call it a grasshopper or something? Yeah, and like the head is very grasshoppery, so I think it is supposed to be grasshopper. It just doesn't look quite like it. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I don't know, man. It's yeah. weird. So it's just a weird like bug thing
1: that's kind of grasshoppery or crickety. They jump around the bug thing. The general gets dizzy. It turns out that he didn't, despite being a tactical, you know, like character. He doesn't notice that Shadow is doing the most obvious thing of just webbing up the grasshopper so it can't move, and then it falls over. Fucking brilliant strategies. Where have we seen that before? Nowhere. <laughs> this is so fun and interesting. This is tactical genius. Oh, boy. Uh, Hunter T-Poses.
0: Man, it took us a while to get to, like, Avatar The Last Airbender in terms
1: of cartoons being cool, huh? Yeah, like, this. this ain't no Avatar. Yeah but yeah like the general does beat down shadow and then hunter does the you know the big old t pose and says you know you you can't hurt him he's my friends i know i just met him but i'm not gonna run away because that's what my grandpa said
0: yeah arachno power <laughs> his arachno power activates you know? <laughs> mm-hmm. i have a very sad vision in my head of this kid visiting his grandpa at like uh-huh. you know the old folks home and he's like I went to the underworld with the spider-riders! Oh, no. Arachno power! Oh, no. <laughs> and his parents are looking on him like they're concerned. And his mother's, like, crying like, Papa, do you not even recognize me anymore? <laughs> and this kid is just, like, sitting there yelling arachno power.
1: <laughs> you brought it down too much. This is too sad. <laughs> 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 this is in fact a uh, more hopeful world <laughs> where the arachno power does activate <laughs> we get a short little transformation sequence where a like web design radiates out of the manacle it's, it's a lot of green uh, <laughs> armor appears around hunter it's it's not that good armor i no, like but it's, i do like the rainbow web
0: i i think yeah. just like The exploding outwards rainbow web with the armor appearing in the facets of it. Cool idea. Probably the visually coolest idea in this entire show.
1: Yeah. Again, it bothers me that the Japanese OP has, like, it basically shows all the transformation sequences for the, like, main character spider riders. Whereas the OP in the English version has, like, shots from, you know, of, like, two or three of them transforming, but it's very cut off. As opposed to just the, like, hey, this is a cool transformation. This is what you want to see. Uh, yeah uh hunter's man it's difficult yeah. to it's difficult to fully appreciate yeah. in just <laughs> so yeah, Hunt- go on please yeah uh, hunter's manacle uh transforms on the back of it there's now a shield, which uh yeah like it, it does seem like you have to transform for the full thing to manifest and then he also gets like a double-edged uh, what is this weapon called i know this is a real thing i don't know man we've it's seen like a, it's like a double spear is staff it-
0: is the dumbest thing we've definitely seen since the wall hanger in Endride. <laughs> you no, know, I bring up Endride so much. Yeah, but it really—it was just like a precedent setter for a lot of things, right?
2: Hmm. Because
0: it was like just interesting
1: enough to stick in the mind compared to the other stuff we've seen. <laughs> And to be fair, this did come out before Endride. I wasn't really thinking about that, but Endride, if anything, was based on this. It does have similar vibes. It
0: does. It does have similar vibes, including the like weapon design sort of being like <laughs> a how
1: to draw anime. Also, I do find it unfair that when Hunter transforms, Shadow also like Shadow does not transform. He looks exactly the same afterwards. I have to imagine that in the novels, they probably both transform the first time around.
0: Yeah, definitely, right? Because he says, I'm armored up.
1: Yeah. The fucking
0: fighter says so. And it's so stupid. (laughs)
1: There's no visual difference. (laughs) You look
0: the same. But he's powered up with the power of friendship and
1: the crest of courage. I mean, I, I guess it's, fic- you know, the karmic balance is restored over the course of the series, where then Shadow is the one who gets all the upgrades, and Hunter doesn't, like, get spider legs or anything. That would be cool. That would be very radical. I hope they have a fusion form in the movie. Oh, Omni-Spidermon.
0: Fuck yeah.
1: Omni-Mon like, Spider Mode. More
0: like Gallantmon, mon really, if you want to be It like
1: would that. be more like Gallantmon.
0: Yeah. But yeah, no, we can't. We need to stop talking about better shows. We'll get to Digimon Adventure
1: eventually. <laughs> <laughs> ah, so they web up. They web up the uh, grasshopper of ambiguous origin some more, and then Hunter jumps in the air and does a slash. It is the most violent thing in the episode. And it's not that violence no like it is the classic anime like red background white silhouettes the slashes uh, whites we can't quite understand how he did the slash without going through the insect because he clearly doesn't he just kind of goes past it but also did the slash right in the middle also i'm not sure his thing even has a has a sharp
0: bit so okay so his thing does have a sharp bit yeah not, yeah it's supposed to be sharp a pointy bit. <laughs> it's uh mm-hmm. it's 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 a, it's a complicated object to look at If you don't always see it in its entirety.
1: Hunter, er, sorry. Shadow is then (laughs) very gracious in calling what Hunter did amazing (laughs) when what Hunter did was jump off of him, do one slash, and then land on him again.
0: Yeah, and it's like, teamwork!
1: Yeah. We get some dark, uh, like, monologuing from the villains. We see the four villain, uh, generals...
0: These villains being, like, in, in darkness will probably look cooler than anything else we've seen or will see in the show.
1: I guarantee when you see them out of the darkness, they don't look nearly as cool as they do in the darkness.
0: Yeah, I figured. The, the big boss, it's you know, fi-
1: final boss probably does look as cool.
0: Yeah, he looks pretty rad. Like, you know, that's a pretty neat design. <laughs> and
1: then much like 2020, Corona catches up to him.
0: Well, I think that makes up for my uh, white power joke at the beginning.
1: Ah, yeah. (laughs) Uh, It's a very... (laughs) She kind of just shows up and says, Hey, I've never seen a spider rider like you before. A spider rider? What's that? And... (laughs) (laughs) She says, as he's standing on a giant spider. (laughs) (laughs) What could that possibly be? Uh... (laughs) Ah... And we zoom out, the adventure continues. Thus is Spider Riders. Thus we ride spiders. The spider English... Spider
0: Rider, Dragon Knight, together we can ride the spite
1: The English ED is just the instrumental of the OP, played over a black background. The Japanese ED is legitimately so much better because it is all of the Spider Riders, including... I mean, most of them we haven't seen yet, which is a bit spoilery, sure. But we see them all like hanging out with their spiders, just having a good time. Like they're all doing non-combat things, like sewing or like hanging clothes or like swinging on a swing made of web. It's cute. Yeah,
0: it's cute. Yeah.
1: We get some strong lyrics as well. Uh, let's see. Uh, the ever-shifting sun will cause everything to disappear. Is the story fiction? Can you show me what non-fiction is?
0: <laughs> is this fucking animation? <laughs> I too.
1: <laughs> There's no such thing as a certificate for living. Rather, it's a challenge instead.
0: <laughs> this is fucking animation night, too. Holy shit. Yo, I is... can't believe we missed out on this for the American opening.
1: <laughs> Yo, is everything reality? I don't understand, yet I perform regardless. The fortune teller who proceeds, uh, foretells of the unforeseen future inverts the truth. The useless hero claiming to be God prays to the God hanging on the wall. T- thank you, Sa. <laughs> Man, I really, really,
0: really wish like like a level of if I had a genie, but they this was the exact same show, but they used those lyrics in the opening
2: <laughs>
1: in english i I would highly recommend watching the e d It is both wholesome, and also the lyrics are Buck Wild
0: oh man, we're missing on so much, well, yeah.
1: I understand why anyway. they couldn't use this one, to be fair. I get it. You don't want to call a god the useless in an English cartoon.
0: Yeah, no, I can understand now why they couldn't just use translated lyrics for this. <laughs> but <sighs> I think we talked enough about Spider-Riders, so let's talk about our ratings for Spider-Riders. Oh, boy. <sighs> so, for my... Yes. How spicy
1: was this? Ah, uh, I mean, it's. I want to give it more spice than it deserves because I'm thinking of it as like a oh you know this was back in the day they didn't know what spice was like but at the same time that is an outright lie we have we've seen some very spicy things for like the 90s and this was 2006 <laughs> we knew what spice was at this point.
0: Yeah.
1: The spiciest you know, part of this. i going to
0: say. Mm-hmm, yeah. This is exactly as spicy as
1: I expect a meal out of Canada to be. Oh no! <laughs> it is as spicy as something where you know the original writer was sitting down in his in his chair, looking at the ceiling and saying, Spider... Rider... Spider-Riders.
2: <laughs> and then he wrote a book about it.
0: It is the exact is this- amount of spice. <laughs> What is this anime my
1: children have been telling me about? (laughs) It is 100% like it is a premise that I guarantee was created based on the title first and then everything else (laughs) seconds. Absolutely. Because in episode one and like even in something like um, uh, Endride, for instance, like there's something going on with, you know, jewels and the world within the gems, like... It's not super put together, but it's episode 1. Like I feel like there's a thesis statement there that can be put together over the course of the series. Whereas I don't really see a thesis for Spider-Riders. It is just the Spider-Riders. <laughs> this sounds really good in English. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, yeah, at least we have a pun now that the Japanese can't
1: just directly, can't directly translate. <laughs> like, it's not even the, you know, the kill-a-kill the kill of, you know, fascism is pronounced the same way as fashion. Like, there's no thematic thing here with spider riders. It is just, what if there were giant spiders that you rode, and when you rode them, you got armor and you could fight with them? So... Okay, this is, this well, is all to say.
0: expanded on that yes. for like a full minute, yeah, what rate? What spice does that <laughs> equate to then?
1: <laughs> I could spend at least ten more minutes saying a spider rider out loud. I
0: know you could, because I got interrupted in the middle of you saying that, had to go take my dishes <laughs> to the kitchen, came back, and you were still just saying spider riders.
1: What if you wrote a live-action series called Common Stamen? Like the central part of a flower, the stamen.
0: I know what that is. Also, I'm pretty sure that's pronounced stamen.
1: Cayman stamen.
0: Is it about like half flower, half crocodiles?
1: Ah, uh, Cayman stamen. Okay, I'm
0: going to cut you off and deny mm-hmm. you your rights to a rating. No, it's a
2: two. It a <laughs> I'll
1: give it a two. I'm giving it a four.
0: Okay,
2: okay,
1: moving on. Fine. Zaku, how nice he is it? I think I've how- I, I relinquished my rights to go first. I don't think I'd be trusted with it.
0: <laughs> you relinquished that long before we started recording. <laughs> how nice he is this? Well, that's a good question. It was pretty frustrating to watch at parts. Mm-hmm. It was different from what we usually watch. But not in a good way, it's just uh-huh. bad in a different way from the shows we usually watch. Yeah. So, like, if I had to, like, numerically, like, I would definitely turn this off actively if I was mm-hmm. given the choice. <laughs> but also, this isn't as egregious as, like, Gate. So sure. I'm giving this, like, a four. Okay. I'm being generous here. But also, I mm-hmm. feel
1: like if I was a kid, I wouldn't want to watch this, even then. Now, I do have to reckon with the fact that when I was a kid, I'm pretty sure I, like, Spider Riders was not something where I would watch it every week. It it wasn't a, like, Digimon or a Pokemon. It wasn't a, like, Spider Riders comes on at this time, so I should go watch it. It was definitely a, <laughs> that show exists. <laughs> If I'm watching the channel it was on, I will, like, I won't walk away. So I liked it that much. I think it would have been, like, one of the
0: B-tier cartoons that I sort of like, but not one of the ones where I'm like, oh, I wish I could catch this.
1: It's def- It would definitely be in the slot of, like, if there are three, like, series that I really like, and then Spider-Riders is before or after those, I would sit down and I would watch the whole thing. Because I'm just watching cartoons now. <laughs>
0: You know, really randomly, watching this really makes me appreciate Naruto in a different way. Because if you're a kid, and this is what you get, and then suddenly you see something that's like that looks like Naruto,
2: uh-huh. it's
0: like, whoa! <laughs> you know, yeah. the sheer contrast could, would obviously make you think it's the most amazing thing ever. Because you're watching Spider-Riders, and you're like, Holy shit, these people are punching each other for real. (laughs) This is badass.
1: Yeah, like, I remember having the vibe in high school of, like, everyone was upset that Naruto was more censored. But at the same time, censored Naruto was still much more edgy than Spider-Riders. Like, yeah. there was, like, there were more punches landing, even if, like, you know, some of the blood was removed or, like, certain frames were cut out. And that also added to the mystique of, like, you know, in the original, like, Naruto just, like, cuts Iruka's chest and, like, all of his guts rip out and then he eats them. Yeah. <laughs> you know, classic episode one of Naruto. <laughs> yeah. Was that actually what people said at your school? <laughs> or are you just exaggerating for comedy? It was something like that. I think it was specifically, you know, the uh, evil ninja that barely ever comes up again. Uh, I, it, it was something like, oh yeah, in the Japanese version, he like cuts Irika's like stomach open, and then you know they have to, you know, there's blood everywhere, and he gets healed right at the end of the episode. But it's still really gory. When I've seen the oh, Japanese man. episode one, that doesn't happen. That was just us going like, oh, what would, would it be cool if there was more blood?
0: Yeah, like you know, like the, the that's the thing. It's already pretty cool compared to anything you'd ever see. Because, like, as dumb and as childish as Naruto is from an adult perspective, Mm -hmm. it's still a lot less uh, condescending, I suppose.
1: Yeah. Plus, Naruto is designed in a way that, like... Like, the Shadow Clone Jutsu is the perfect way to do violence without pissing off the sensors that much. Because, like, Naruto... You know, a Naruto clone gets punched really hard, and then it poofs into smoke. Like, it erases some of the scariness of that even though there are other scenes where you know characters are being stabbed and they're bleeding
0: you know i i really have to give credit to this experience this really reminds me what the fucking state of children's television is like before anime uh, really before people understood why children like anime
1: yeah like this is definitely (laughs) the era of we know children like anime but no one no white person on the planet understands why
0: <laughs> that's definitely it <laughs> that's how like people understood that people liked kung fu movies but not because mm-hmm. they were like you know not because like they didn't understand if people liked the more real sense of the action
1: and yeah. like choreography and people actually hitting you other when they land punches, like that's how you get some of those '70s action movies where it is like, like it is a guy and he has like five thousand cuts, but he is punching at the same rate per minute as someone like Jackie Chan, but he's doing it in five thousand cuts instead of two. And then yeah, the, the creators are like, I don't understand why this didn't take off. It's exactly as good.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. I think like there, there was a turning point at some point of like. You know the Teen Titans and
1: uh, mm-hmm.
0: Avatar, where people who may, where people in Westside started to understand
1: what the appeal was to children. I believe this was roughly contemporary with uh, Teen Titans. If not, I think Teen Titans actually came out before this. Oh, and really? Because is... this, yeah. I suppose it's because Teen Titans is not the
0: type of series that's gonna just be left hanging without a Blu-ray release, where Spider Riders. That this looks a lot older.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> I mean, it also helps that uh, Teen Titans was a like an American studio with you know help from Korean animators and stuff, aping um, you know anime style, but also definitely working within their means. Whereas Spider Riders feels more like a just you know this is just an anime. Yeah,
2: like in terms of animation. By a
1: Canadian man. It's just a Canadian man's isekai. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Which, boy, is that depressing. Yeah, no, I think even, like, stuff like Adventure Time definitely carries forward, like, that understanding mm-hmm. of, oh, children like violence. <laughs>
1: hmm You can undercut the violence and it's fine, but kids want to see impact.
0: <laughs> yeah, they want it to be, like, not just, like, they don't want it to feel like you're punching cotton. Like... Mm-hmm. You know, like, they want, like, a s- dialogue that's slightly too adult for them to understand, sometimes, to make them feel
1: cool. Now, to be fair, I, I remember uh, Shadow eventually getting the giant white Gundam arms that he uses to punch people. But then again, I may have just imagined that he was punching people, and he may have just been, like, zipping around with web with giant mecha arms...
0: I can imagine, like, a big, like, him winding up a punch. It's just a still frame of him getting closer to the screen, and then the (laughs) other guy goes, ugh, and flies backwards. It's exactly (laughs) what I imagine that looking like.
1: I'm going to give it a three on the Nicey rating. I I have to... I have to accept that there was some part of my heart that really enjoyed this when I was younger. But, (laughs) like, everything... Everything we have seen up to this point, I think, was better at being nice, apart from something like Gate that was, you know, just outright evil propaganda. (laughs) Like, this ain't evil propaganda, but it's also not doing anything in terms of entertainment that other things haven't also done.
0: Yeah, like, if my kid wanted to watch Spider-Riders, I'd just forcefully swap out the disc and
1: make him watch Digimon Adventure. If you do it quick enough, I don't know if they would notice. <laughs> Ty and Hunter look kind of similar.
0: Yeah. No, that's definitely correct. I think your child will probably not notice that much. <laughs> did this? Did this come out after Digimon? This yeah. feels
1: like it would have. It yeah, did. it definitely did.
0: Right? Like
1: the books were definitely written after Digimon. The books were written like 2004.
0: Well, you know. Definitely kind of wanting to be Digimon, right? Like, oh yeah. Aggressively so. Mm hmm. I suppose we'll get to Digimon Adventure eventually, but
1: I uh, feel like that'll be a lot more fun than watching
0: episode 1 of Spider Riders. <sighs>
1: I mean, who knows? I don't want to curse it. Do not want to curse it.
0: <laughs> I remember they at least had, you know, Digimon shooting fireballs at other Digimon. It's already more intense than anything happening here. Fair, fair. And if we can't have... Like, look, I'm not expecting Spider-Riders to be thematically interesting or anything, right? Mm -hmm. But if we can't have anything thematically interesting, I at least want to see dinosaurs that shoot fireballs at each other. (laughs) Fair point. (sighs)
1: So,
0: the last thing is, how
1: isekisey is this? Oh, boy. I mean, it feels... I gave End a 5, and I feel like this also has to be a solid 5, at least. Like, I feel the same. I would have also mm-hmm. defaulted to a 5. Because, like, we see a little bit of the outside world. Not a lot, but it's enough for us to go, like, okay, you know, it's it's generic, uh, uh, not vanilla world, like, you know, v- generic world of origin. And then, yeah. like, visually, the inner world looks very, very different. I mean, we already had the conversation about the inner world and whether it counts as another world. I, th- I think just based on the look of it, it is undeniably an isekai. It is undeniably main character goes to another world. It's just, it's not more than that. It doesn't really, like, lean on it as a big thing.
0: No, this show is definitely boring and unadventurous.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> Which is kind of against the spirit of an adventure in another world in yeah. itself.
1: I am hoping that later episodes, you know, explore more about the world, because, like, there's got to be interesting like stuff there. Th-
0: I feel like this is the type of show that'll have, like, a guest writer on that writes one or two really good episodes, like, halfway through one time, which fans mm. of the show will keep banging on about to you forever.
1: Uh, I, I I guarantee you, there's got to be a parallel to, like, you know, the Dark Ocean from Adventure 2 Like, you know, a two-parter where everyone goes, look at this, this is insanely good and then you watch it and you're like yeah this was very good and then nothing else in the uh, i mean even o2 has like other stuff that's really good i feel like spider riders has just one arc on that level and that's it
0: if spider riders ride into the show and tell us what you what's the good episode
1: Again, this could also just be us being extremely ignorant and wrong. We could end up realizing that Spider Riders is in fact better than Adventure Zero One in all regards.
0: If that was true, I think
1: I've lived my life wrong. Uh. I could the PS Five might have as a like early title Spider Riders, Spider Sleuth. And it'll be the best RPG on on PS5. Uh,
0: You know what, those, like, I think, like, my brain, like, I'm not responding, because every Uh time you say something like that, my brain briefly (laughs) shuts off to protect it from the damage. So (laughs) I think I'm unwilling and unable to have this conversation anymore. (laughs) Fair. All right, so. So,
1: Mm -hmm. with that said... But my, what are we talking about next week? So, next week is interesting. We are going to be covering You Know, a girl who chants love at the bound of this world. However, I'm not totally sure whether we're going to do the hentai or the uh, anime.
0: Yeah, one of these, these came out like 20 years apart, too? Yeah. <laughs> um. Also, it's like an adaptation of a visual novel, which we haven't had much
1: of yet. Surprisingly,
0: yeah. Have we had
1: any? Um have we? I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think any of these were visual novels. Boy, I hope we
0: get to make fun of VNDB next week. No oh boy. I, I like dunking on VNDB even more than I like dunking on the versus Battle Wiki, so I feel <laughs> like that'll definitely be a fun part of our discussion.
1: But yeah, hope I will say like content, uh, dunk material already. <laughs> I will say I have watched both episode ones. I think they're both equally worthy of discussion, honestly. So I'll throw it to Zaku as to like, whether you want to do one of them with a little knowledge of the other, or I'd also be willing to also like write up a, uh, a write up for one of these and we just do both. <laughs>
0: Well, I think we'll see about that. I feel like yeah. for our viewers' sake, I would just suggest that you watch both because we're going definitely going to do both, and it's definitely both going to come up in the discussion. In any case, yeah. even if we only recap
1: one, guaranteed. Now, as I said, one of them is a hentai, and it is like there is you know at least one very big sex scene in the first episode. So you know, watch out for that in case you're doing all of this at school or at the playgrounds. the other you know is also I wouldn't be comfortable watching it just in public but it's not it's not hentai (laughs) oh well (laughs) then we know what we're doing next week
0: and with that we'll see you in another world